Okay, so next up, we're going to be discussing Hawkeye. Uh, Hawkeye is finally getting his own TV show on Disney Plus after the years of being relegated to the background. Um, kind of. Uh, well, yeah, kind of. After we have preface that he is getting teamed up with Kate Bishop, uh, you know, who is potentially going to be the future Hawkeye, but we'll get more into that later. Uh, but yeah, after years of being rele- uh, relegated to the background. Uh, Hawkeye is finally getting more of a chance to shine here in his own TV series um, on Disney+. Plus. Um, and the first two episodes dropped, which I thought was pretty nice. I like that when they drop the first two episodes because it gives you more of a feel for the series. Um, you know, I think they did that with WandaVision, which was good uh, because, you know, the first episodes of WandaVision were kind of them really just doing the sitcom kind of setup that they were doing. Um, they wasn't really delving that much into the plot. Uh, at first, so I think it was good for them to do the first two episodes. I think it's good here that they do the first two episodes to kind of set up the story, set up, you know, kind of get people intrigued about what's kind of going on and maybe whether or not they should stay. And what's going on here is um, you have Kate Bishop, who the story opens with um, as a little girl, 2012. Um, and, you know, she was, you know, you know, just quietly, you know, in her house with her parents. And of course, 2012, that's, yeah. when we, you know, the. Uh, what, what, what was that alien race called? It was the Chachari, right? Chachari, yeah. Yeah, so when they attacked New York City um, and everything kind of went to hell then, and you see why she has such an attachment to becoming like an archer like Hawkeye's because he saved her life uh, during that whole invasion, and she saw kind of, you know, you know, what a badass he was. And Hawkeye, I mean, he's a guy. I mean, he's a very incredibly highly skilled guy but he's just a guy compared to like you have superhuman beings that he's fighting with um you know and i hawkeye doesn't really get any love because it's just like well you're just the dude with the bow and arrows i mean he's been the made a butt of jokes for the longest time and it's just like yeah i mean you're just kind of just the guy uh with the with the bows and arrows um he doesn't really have a good thing going for him it's like you know, when you look at the avengers lineup it's like okay steve rogers he's steve rogers he's captain america he's the symbol of america with the shield and everything like mm-hmm. that um thor i mean he's a literal god uh they Hulk, even say that in the in the first episode he's a literal god yeah i mean he's he's a literal god and then you have the incredible hulk i mean obviously he's you know super incredibly strong and you know destructive um at least black widow i mean you could say like well i mean she's got the woman thing going for her. she's the only woman on the team you know she's so, also a spy yeah also a spy and you know so there's that it's just like and then there's hawkeye okay you shoot the arrows and okay they're just doing that um okay all right you know so it's like where does he kind of fit in here um and I think the show, I mean, the, the show what this is aiming to do, and what I like, and what I've said about a lot of the Disney Plus shows, is that it's aiming for, each show kind of has its own feel, which I like. Like, you know, what, what WandaVision doing is not similar to what Falcon and the Winter Soldier was doing, and it's not similar to what Loki was doing. Um, you know, here, it's more street-level stuff. It's, you know, more of an action buddy cop kind of thing. When you saw the trailer and you think it's like you got very much Shane Black vibes from this. Um, well, that is correct. I mean, you know, it, and it also helps that it's set during, you know, Christmas time, which is always a staple of Shane Black movies, is that a lot of his movies, uh, majority of his movies take place during Christmas. Um, so, you know, I think that's the that's what they're aiming to do with this. And that's what Hawkeye kind of does with this, doing a mentor-mentee relationship he has with Kate Bishop. Um, and so, you know, as Kate Bishop, you know, it's, as you said, you know, it's kind of Hawkeye show, kind of. 
Well, what that means is that Kate Bishop is a lot of focus of the show. It's, it's you know, even though it is title Hawkeye, she does get a lot of focus. Um, you see kind of her whole upbringing, you know, her being, you know, because she comes from a wealthy family. And it's a really cool thing they did, like, in the montage of this show is they show all her accomplishments to let you know that, okay, she is a, you know, badass in her own right. Like, you see, she even probably went to the Olympics for archery. She won all these trophies, all these medals of, you know, in archery. She also did martial arts, you know, black belt and that. Um, so it lets you know that she has a set of skills herself. Um, you know what I mean? You know, that, that allows her to be very, very capable. And it's funny cause I was, I was online cause I was, I was it's fun. Somebody said like, well, what if she saw Hulk save her life? And then she was like, okay, I need to take a bunch of steroids and paint myself green. You know what I mean? Cause she just, maybe she, you know, whoever saved Avengers saved her life. She would just form this attachment to whoever did it. Um, and it's luckily it was just Hawkeye, uh, who did it, you know, something a little bit more attainable cause he is just, you know, a regular person. Um, so um, yeah, so I, I was kind of really enjoying that feel and kind of that tone, uh, with the two episodes. What were kind of you thinking about the first two episodes? It's, um, at first, the first two episodes, uh, the start of it is pretty good, or at least interesting. It starts with this new character, gives a little bit of background to how she attains, and it is nice in the initial montage that you see a progression. I would have liked to have seen a little bit more of that progression instead of it being a montage, but hey, we only got six episodes. I'll take it that it's just kind of built on this of her being uh, de determined to get stronger and to kind of emulate her uh, her hero, so to speak. And then... It, it, the first two episodes honestly have very interesting tones. Because on the one hand, you have the almost a Disney plush Kate Bishop teen is like a teen kind of action show that almost reminded me of like a Kim Possible like show mm -hmm. where no one's really dying. I mean, the action's kind of happening. Kids getting into trouble. Oh no, I have I have a little bit of complicated uh, relationship with my parent with my parents. Kind of very Disney cheek. And then you have this more interesting, darker story with barton and him dealing him being dealing with ptsd the decisions made after it uh dealing with um now he has um uh, a handicap with the uh, earring aid which was actually straight from the comics which was nice to see them implementing that that he suffered legitimate damage because of his heroism i also like and you just get this a completely different vibe from his show versus hers whenever whenever they were not around individually and I kind of wanted to see more of just Barton's family, just and him kind of dealing with this, trying to live a normal life and kind of not being able to. And honestly, by the second episode, that basically is dashed by the end. Uh, by the end of that, because the, the family's basically just kind of kicked kicked out of the show. <laughs> uh, They're like, bye. Yeah, okay, we're, we're gonna follow Kate Bishop's stupid plot. Hmm. Yeah, um, I mean, when you when you speak of them kind of bringing in stuff from the you know comics, like with the hearing aid, um, I think you know maybe a lot of people know, and if you don't know, um, you know this this series is heavily inspired by the Matt Fraction run of Hawkeye. Um, that's kind of like the big run of the show, and they pull a lot of stuff from that comic. You know, mm -hmm. even the the visual opening intro of this show um, yeah. is inspired by from the way the comic is, and. Um, 
you know, they even bring in the dog, uh, who was a big part of, you know, the character from the Matt Fraction uh, Hawkeye series. They bring that in here as well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Lucky you know, dog. yeah, uh, the, yeah, the Lucky Dog. And so, yeah, they, they do bring a lot of those elements. That's a heavy, heavy inspiration here. And like you said, I do really appreciate, like, when you first see, you know, Hawkeye, you know, he's in a musical with his, you know, with his family, with his kids. And, you know, and he's watching it. It's all about the invasion of New York. And, you know, it's called Rogers Musical. And, of course, you know, the musical, it doesn't, it's not very accurate at all because it has Ant-Man. And it has all these other people who weren't, who were never there during the whole battle. Um, for, for a second, I thought. Like, there was this guy with a green hoodie, and I thought he had, like, silver face paint on his face. And I'm like, is that... Did they put, like, Doctor Doom in there? Oh. <laughs> like, for a minute, I'm like, is that... And then they cut, and he's not there, and it's like the Hulk. He's wearing a green hoodie. I'm like, for a second, I thought they just, in the background, eh, here's Doctor Doom. Mm. That, that's the way they introduce Doctor Doom, is just in a Rogers musical. Just, yeah, uh... <laughs> why not? Because that's is a complete parody, and you just see him, like, zoning out. Just yeah. like... I, none of that happened at all. Like yeah. That. I mean, he's almost just like having a panic attack almost because it's like he sees, you know, the version of uh, Nat, you know, Black Widow um, there. And he just kind of, you know, obviously, you know, that was his best friend. And, you know, she passed away about what happened there. And obviously that's still weighing heavy on him. Um, yeah, they have a very, they had a very close relationship on many levels. But, yeah, she was a very good friend to him and vice versa. Yeah, and you know, obviously, you know that obviously triggers him as well. And then you know, you know him going to the bathroom, and you know, because people do recognize him as being a hero. Because none, oh, yeah. none of the heroes really in the Marvel universe, except for just recently, I guess Spider Man. I mean, you know what I mean? Or yeah. Um, also, I guess Black Panther. I guess has a secret identity. Um, Daredevil characters that care about their identity. Yeah. We can't all be drunk Jessica Jones who don't give a crap that there's a whether or not you know i can lift a car yeah i mean for the most part a lot of marvel and the marvel unit heroes in the marvel universe they don't have a secret identity like everybody knows who's who so they all know you know clint and they all want to take photos and he goes to the bathroom and some guy you know what i mean wants to take a photo with him you know in the bathroom um and you know i think that was a you know perfectly awkward moment of what it's like i mean clint's just you know he's a guy that kind of just wants to be left alone and be with his family the writing on the stall just on the t on the toilet seat especially was very like ooh that's very human and really dark I like that yeah um, that's a good point thanks for bringing that up you know the whole thing with because uh, when he goes to the bathroom you know on the stall it says Thanos was right on there which you know that again that would be you know people who would be you know like yeah Thanos was right I mean you see that in real life you know right now people are going like yeah I mean if half the population went away that wouldn't be so, maybe such a bad thing you know uh you know a lot of more resources for people everything like that yeah um so that I mean yeah I thought that was a very good added nice little touch to that um as well um but yeah I mean he's just trying to live his life you know um he's retired you know mm. you know now and then you know Jeremy Renner he is 50 years old and you see yeah. kind of you know more you know kind of older hawkeye and it's funny when Kate Bishop in the series, when she asks him, you know, so it's like when he reveals he's got a hearing aid to her, she's like, oh, how did that happen? And this shows a quick little montage of all the times he's been in all these different battles and explosions. And he's like, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's probably why. Are you about to say something? No, no. I mean, that, again, that kind of adds, that's also taken from the comics. He was an ex-soldier. And then just over time being all these different incidents. I mean, he's just a human guy. And eventually, if you're next to explosions all the time, you're going to lose your hearing. Yeah. 
Um, so I thought I thought that was I thought that was yeah really really kind of good moment there. Um, how do you like Haley Steinfeld as Kate Bishop? I said you said it gave more of like a Kim Possible kind of vibe, but how do you like her performance as Kate Bishop? She she's terribly earnest, and that's not a bad thing. But I do think in some ways she's a bit miscast. Mm, okay, in some ways. But I'm not sure whether or not that's because of her performance or the direction they want for her character and the way she's written. The writing for her character isn't bad. But it is fairly... Eh, it's very expected. There aren't a lot of surprises to her characters. Everything you kind of think she's going to kind of do, she does. If you've seen a show that kind of has a, a plucky teen or someone who's wants to show off in front of their their hero bam she's every single cliche you've ever seen but then she'll do something that's very kind of quick and very kind of young or very youthful and energetic and she'll do something like very quick that you'll be like that's very off the cuff and feels like something someone who doesn't know what to do in a situation would and that does feel natural but what do you what kind of character is she? Are we going with that she's... If she's 22, are we going to treat her like a 22-year-old? But sometimes she acts like she's 18 or 17. But mm. in the fight scenes, particularly in her fight scenes, I think she's miscast in the fact that the choreography it fails her. She's extremely slow. Telegraphs her hits way, very quickly. Like, very easily. And just people just take those hits. Because it's a show, and you're like, ugh. Mm. Oh, man, I, I know you guys are on a budget, but I don't know whether or not it's her or the the choreography, but it's just not working. Uh, especially in that early fight, the, the like mid-late of the first episode. It gets better when uh, when Clint Barton's around as uh, Jeremy Renner. Uh, but Jeremy Renner's also had experience. He's also done this for a while, so he knows what to do. He's had advanced choreography. With her, I'm not I'm not so certain. I don't know where they kind of dropped the ball, but I do feel they kind of have with that aspect. Mm. And just the G-Golly-esque of her character. Like, what's the tone here? Why are we going with her character? Mm. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, you know, because, like I said, buddy comedy kind of thing aspect with this show. Um very much you know uh you know kind of that element bringing the you know you know right. uh, uh into it and i think i see what you're saying by Haley steinfeld um you know it, it is very much of kind of like you know plucky teenager even though she's 22 in the show um you know kind of that element there um she she seems like she's presented a little bit younger even though yeah. she says she's 22 like you said i mean just the way sometimes she acts a little bit um like the, the whole situation like with her mother who's played by uh vera farmiga um oh, yeah. you know uh because when the incident uh happened in 2012 that's when she lost her biological father and then you mm -hmm. have this new guy who's kind of coming in and you know trying to you know be with his, her mother um which i mean by one look of the guy you can already tell okay this guy's a bad guy i mean look at the mustache mm -hmm. look at the outfit look at the hair you know the guy I mean? collects swords yeah, I mean, you know, come on, look at him. I mean, you know, clear bad guy here. What's going on? But her not mother that collecting so not that collecting swords automatically makes you a bad guy, but it doesn't help. 
Yeah, it doesn't help. Plus the mustache. He's got the like one of those mustaches like yeah. from the eighteen hundreds. You know what I mean? Like oh yeah. A, or like an oil, you know, baron or something like that. It's like okay, look at this guy. Yeah. Um, but you know the kind of the whole stuff where, she, where she's acting towards it. I get you know your dad passed away, and obviously you know you'd right. be you know sensitive to anybody trying to you know. But her reaction felt more like a fifteen-year-old reacting to that. Yeah, someone still processing that loss then. Hey, it's been ten plus years. I've done the best I can as a mo- as a mother to a, a girl. I'm just trying to get in a relationship. Can you be like a little bit supportive? Like the first thing she even hears about it is just this. Like I'm just so mad at you. Yeah. Why didn't you t-? like? And I'm like, that's not a reaction you, you would have at that point in your life, or maybe you would. I don't know. It just seemed a little too young for that kind of a reaction. Yeah. Uh, because you got to think the timeline of the Marvel Universe now is like 2025 because yeah. they did the whole yeah. five-year skip. So I think it's like 2024, 2025 now. So it's like – and then the incident in, in the Avengers happened in 2012. So it's like 13 years later since yeah. that, you know, since her father passed away. And it's like, yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, it just wasn't presented in kind of the best way. It just seemed like bratty teenager rather than more young adult. But, um, yeah, so, you know, that was kind of a little bit of an issue. Um, the humor in the show overall – is it kind of a hit or miss for you? Because a lot of people talk about the Marvel humor and sometimes it works for them, sometimes it doesn't. Do you think it's a hit, mostly? I think like the rest of this so far, it's it's kind of half and half. Sometimes she'll uh, Kate Bishop will do something that's very quick and very just kind of off the cuff, and I kind of laugh at that just because you're like, okay, sure. Uh, that's kind of funny because she just doesn't know what to do, and so I understand in that moment. I'm just going to have to make a call, and I do it. Then sometimes she'll actually do, uh, they'll do a quick, oh, she actually does something pretty competent. And you're like, oh, oh, that's that's nice to see. And then, like, he'll, uh, and then Hawkeye will, will comment on that, and that's kind of funny. They do have good chemistry when the script allows them to. When it's just character versus character, not, and she's just, Kate Bishop is kind of allowed to act her age, 22-year-old looking up to this hero, and he's just this, when they get to, it's almost like the show is a combination between Die Hard and Home Alone. Mm. It's these very, it's like, it's like a John Hughes movie meets a, a a Die Hard movie, an action movie, and you're like, this could work with a very specific vision, and it needs to, like, but it kind of feels more like a couple of different writers are doing it. So every once in a while you get a joke that felt, oh, that felt like that from that guy. They, they That person wrote that. Or this woman wrote this. And that hit there. Or and then this one hits there, there, but not quite. So it's kind of a, a toss-up. I'd say 50% hits, 50% lands. So it's a 50-50. Sometimes it hits, sometimes it doesn't. And sometimes it just feels like unnecessary. I want to I wanna know a little bit more about Clint, I want to know a little bit more what how he's been dealing with things. I want to know. I don't really care about the tracksuit mafia. I don't really care about this kind of aspect. The relationship between him and her and uh, her and she's looking up to this guy that is just he just doesn't want to be this guy anymore. That's kind of, that's interesting to me. That's the interesting dynamic. Mm. It's almost like everything else around it. I'm kind of like. I could see how this is much better done in the comic, but they've also taken stuff from the comics and not done that here, too. Hmm. 
like uh, the character that's supposed to marry Kate Bishop's mom in the comics. That guy taught Hawkeye. He was his her his mentor. Mm. But he apparently has said on record, no, that is definitely not in this series. So I'm like, oh, well, you just lost an interesting thread that could have been there too. Mm. Yeah. Uh, or maybe he's lying because all Marvel people are liars. Yeah, maybe. Um, I mean, I don't know. That guy that's about, I mean, they seem around the same age. It doesn't seem like he's that much older than Jeremy Renner. Um, yeah, but, yeah, you know. Um, but maybe, uh, maybe they bring it in, maybe they don't. We still got, you know, it's because the series only six episodes. Yeah, um, we're 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 like one third through. Yeah, um, like you said, I do like the relationship between Jeremy Renner and Haley Steinfeld. I think they work well together. And then when he's trying to teach her stuff, and you know, you know, she has these moments where you know she really wants to impress him, but then messes up. I think those are good moments. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like she does one you know good thing, but then immediately after that she messes yeah. up. Like there's a scene where uh, the tracksuit mafia are after them, and then you know they kind of burn down. They try to burn down her place. They burn down her. Well, actually, they, they don't try to. They actually do. They just they do. Yeah, they throw Molotov cocktails. Um, and there's one scene where she shoots one of the Molotov cocktails out of their hands, and he's like, "Oh, he's like, hey, good job, good shot." He's like, "Okay." And then she's like, "Okay, well, we got to get that suit. The fire is rising." And she's like, "Okay." And then she's like, "Gonna shoot the fire extinguisher." But then when she shoots that, it bounces all over the the, the uh, apartment and then shoots out the window. That's like so. I think th- those moments were, were were very good. You know what I mean? You know, like her yeah. really trying to prove herself. She's or- still learning. That is a pat. I'm I'm really thankful that they actually wrote a. A feminine character since disney's all been about the force of female characters are perfect they don't make mistakes it's good to see someone who's trained really hard and still makes mistakes or has flaws that they're working towards come overcoming so that i do actually like Mm, yeah um i I am happy that oh the protege doesn't just outshine the master it's more mm. like oh well i have a couple of good moments where i do exactly what i want to do but then uh, oh, oh shoot like a little too off on the side mm. i mean arrows are tricky things man yeah yeah sometimes it doesn't always do what you want them to do and yeah i mean i think that yeah i mean you know i think those are kind of really good moments in the series um the villains of it like you said the tracksuit mafia who are the main kind of antagonists right now that we have for the series um you know they're very cartoonish in a way like the way they act um, you know what I mean? The accents, you know, very like Eastern European. Kind very of, Ukrainian, Eastern European. They, they felt like a Nico, cousin. Yeah. Go for bowling. Uh, yeah, kind of very, very much like that. So it's hard to feel any real danger for Hawkeye since like these people are such buffoons. It's hard to feel any yeah. real danger of, against the Man, people he's if, We flash back to him murdering pe- people way more competent than these guys. And not that long ago. So you're like, I mean... It's only just because he's not like gonna murderize you all that you're just still alive right now. He could just snap all of your necks if he really wanted to. Yeah, um, but you know he's you know he's a better man now. You know what yeah. I mean? He's not trying, trying to be a family man. Yeah. Um. Uh, so yeah, I think kind of that was kind of one of the weaker elements in the show. Like you said, I think I would say more it's Lethal Weapon, um, Home Alone rather than Die Hard. Okay, no, you got a point. I I said Die Hard because of the Christmas theme. Which has apparently ups- upset some people. I know in the original comics, it was just more of like a winter theme. They didn't really go to a specific relig- a religious holiday or whatever. But that's apparently upset some people that they're really pushing the, the Christmas angle of this. Mm. And I'm sorry. Um, I'm not being insensitive at all. And I completely understand you, you wanted a, a Christmas thing. 
you're in New York City during Christmas, the winter holiday. There's going to be a tree, a Christmas tree on every corner. Yeah. Uh, That's I mean, unavoidable. Yeah, big city type of thing. Um, and actually, at least the weapon is a Christmas movie. It's kind of a yeah, Christmas. Yeah, it is. You know, kind so of. So Die Hard. Yeah, Die Hard. Yeah, Lethal Weapon. Um, everything. Shane like. Black likes to do that. Yeah, actually, this would have been a perfect thing for Shane Black to jump on and write, but he already did Iron Man three. I mean, this would have been more perfect for suitable for him to do. Yeah, honestly, I could easily see Shane Black kind of doing this kind of a movie to balance the more darker aspects with the lighter tone. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, with this series, the first two episodes, um, I I'm interested in more exploring, like I said, with the Clint, you know, as Hawkeye, mm-hmm. Jeremy Renner gets a chance to really show more of the character, and you know how he just tr- you know tries to kind of live his life. I think it's very good, and you know, yeah, he just wants people to treat him normally. You know, he, he you know he's like, hey, I did a job, I did my thing, you know, I, I fought the battles, you know, I did all that stuff. Yeah, you know, it feels very much like a like an ex soldier, like. I'm who's honorably discharged. I did my time. I just want to live my life. I want to spend time with my family, the people that I did all that so I could spend time with. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, and his family just gets immediately just gets, you know, yeah, shipped shipped away there. Um, hey, thank you, Javon. Good. Thank you so much, man, uh, for coming by. Thanks for the hundred bits. We were just talking about Hawkeye. Uh, the first two episodes there that were on Disney Plus. Um, did you watch the show? Uh, if you did, let us know what you thought in the chat mm-hmm. there. Um, that's to everybody coming by. Um, but we're about to wrap up here with the review for Hawkeye and move on to Cowboy Bebop. Um, but uh, yeah, so for Hawkeye, I would give it the first two episodes. I think it's a solid start. Um, I'd give it a seven out of ten for me. The first two episodes, I you know mm-hmm. I think it's you know kind of enjoyable. Um, I think it's you know kind of something that. I, I kind of like more right away than maybe something like Loki or WandaVision kind of right away. Um, I think WandaVision turned much better. I think the first few episodes is like, okay, it's getting a setup and getting what you're familiar with. So did kind of Loki. Um, but, you know, this is kind of like, it, it's, you know, I think it's simplicity is almost its strength because it's like, hey, listen, buddy cop kind of element. Okay, him palling around with Haley Steinfeld, Kate Bishop. Okay, let's go. You know, people, you get the general kind of setup there um that, that's kind of pretty nice and simplicity i kind of think it's a strength so i would i'd give it a seven out of ten what about you kind of all around uh around where you are parmy wants to just because some of the elements kind of knock it down a bit i was thinking maybe a like a high six but i'm gonna go with a, a low seven mm. it does just enough where it's a solid entry and i'm interested in seeing more depending on how it goes it could the series could either dip to a six or uh, a five, depending on how things go. But I, from where it seems to be going, it looks like it's going to just fall in like a low seven, maybe high six. But I'm going to go with the seven right now. Okay. Seven. All right. Yeah. Um, all right. So we'll come back. Um, I don't know if we're going to do weekly reviews of Hawkeye. Um, or I don't know if we're going to do probably... We'll probably just do weekly reviews of it because it's a Disney show. We, we always say like with these... Sometimes with these shows like, oh, we'll finish it. We'll review it when all, it's all done. But there's always something that happens in these episodes yeah. that comes up. So we'll probably just do like weekly reviews of it. 